Hello everyone and welcome to this podcast episode. Today I am discussing all things trauma. So we'll be talking about what trauma is, how trauma manifests in the body, the link between trauma and mental health issues, my own personal experience releasing past trauma and how that trauma that I had that I didn't even know I was holding onto impacted me in all my relationships with other people, with money and all of those things, but also why it's so, so important to release past trauma. My name is Callie and I'm a kinesiologist and coach helping you to open up to receive more money, love and emotional freedom in your life. Okay, let's dive in. Trauma is definitely one of my favorite things to work on because I know for me, I had a whole lot of trauma and I was completely unaware that I was actually holding on to this. But as I dive into this, it's going to make a whole lot of sense. So let's just get straight into it. So basically, I'm sure a lot of you have the question of what is trauma, right? We typically think of trauma as a very like serious event, you know, seeing someone die or going to war and things like that. And of course, those things are traumatic and that is a form of trauma, but it can be so much simpler or smaller than that. Trauma is anything which pushes the nervous system beyond its ability to self-regulate, which means that trauma is truly, truly unique to each and every individual. Examples of trauma. So I would say the lower end of things, trauma would be, you know, getting yelled at perhaps when you were younger or someone saying no to you. That can cause trauma. If you move along the scale, there can be bullying, depending how severe the bullying is. That is a form of trauma. Obviously, things like sexual assault, that is also trauma. Then moving across to the other side of the scale, which would be things like abuse or um, losing someone that you love, watching someone die, going to war and things like that. I've just named a few things, but trauma is truly unique to the person and your nervous system and whatever stresses the nervous system out beyond its ability to self-regulate can cause trauma. And really, you can't exactly measure trauma on a scale like that because it really depends on the person and your own unique experiences, right? Trauma and events in our life are going to impact you completely differently based on how you've been brought up, what your current triggers are, what your current level of consciousness is and your ability to deal with stress. Those are all factors that are going to impact what can traumatize you and get stuck and trapped in the body. So when we experience a traumatic event and we don't properly release the trauma or the stress, it can become trapped or stuck in the body, but it can also become stuck and trapped in the mind, right? Which is why we keep ruminating and thinking over things over and over and over again. And we also have flashbacks and things like that. But what happens is a trauma can become stuck in the tissues and in the brain. And this mean this may mean that you will be consistently on high alert and waiting for the next potential attack, right? Because your brain thinks that you are under threat when the trauma occurred. And when you don't release a trauma, your brain is still in that high alert stage, right? And a lot of people experience this by having panic attacks or consistently feeling like activated and always switched on and stressed. And the reason why trauma can impact us so severely isn't just the damage it leaves on our body and our mind, right? And we keep thinking about it and we can't move past it and the impact that obviously has on our relationships and things like that. But that research has shown time and time again that trauma survivors are more likely to develop physical or mental health issues. And these are simply a manifestation of the unprocessed trauma. And this is exactly what happened to me in my personal experience. So it wasn't until I finally got diagnosed with IBS and it was so terrible and I had so many other additional symptoms along with this condition that I realized how much trauma I actually had. My IBS was simply a manifestation of all the trauma I'd been holding on to and it was totally unprocessed. 
And as I began my journey of chipping away and releasing some of that trauma and letting go of all that hurt that I was holding onto and all the energetic charge within my body that I had from all these traumatic events that happened to me, then my symptoms suddenly started to disappear. But what? why did this happen? Because as you release the trauma, you are first of all creating space within your body, right? So you're getting out of that stress response. You're no longer in that fight flight because you've released the trauma. And so your body now knows that it's safe and it doesn't have to stay on this high alert. Once you get out of that fight or flight response, what happens? You can easily get back into the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest, right? So you're actually able to rest, which helps with your digestion. You're able to also digest better because when you're in that sympathetic state, your digestion is the last thing that's going to work. And this is why with a lot of people, digestive issues is extremely common, not also because of high stress and stress is also linked with trauma. We have a lot of trauma. We tend to be a lot more stressed and a lot more activated because again, we're on high alert. We're looking out for the next threat that we think is going to come and we haven't released that trauma. I was also diagnosed with depression and anxiety and depersonalization. And these again were a manifestation of all the unprocessed trauma that I had. And I'm so deeply passionate now about releasing past trauma and educating people on trauma because in my experience and with my clients, I have seen time and time again, and research has shown the link between trauma and physical and mental health issues and the impact it has on your brain, your hormone levels, and all things like that. So now I'm so passionate about releasing past trauma because I see the beautiful changes that happen for people when they get out of this um, stress response or the freeze response or the fight response and the changes that makes not only within the relationship they have with themselves the way they see the world the way they show up in the world also the change it has within the relationships with other people and how they're easily able to manifest things into their life because when we've experienced trauma what tends to happen is the brain gets stuck in this stress response thinking it's going to be under attack again and so what does the body do the body responds by continuing to release cortisol and adrenaline and so a lot of people end up feeling super switched on and unable to calm down even when doing everyday normal tasks and you can imagine if you are living this way consistently the kind of impact that would have on your mental health and on your physical health as well so if we look at the animal world which i find really really interesting typically you may see an animal go into a freeze response you know it's it's in a seriously like life or death situation so it goes into a freeze response but then what does it do so once the animal has suffered this trauma it has literally been documented that the animal will shake it off this act of shaking helps to discharge the energy of the traumatic event and if you've experienced some form of trauma whether whether that's a car accident or sexual assault or anything like that you'll probably notice that a similar thing happened where you were shaking uncontrollably in the beginning and unfortunately we we will shake but oftentimes we will stop whether that's because someone comes to hug us or perhaps we're held down and we're unable to shake in the first place or we simply force ourselves out of it so we can leave the house or things like that. And so we end up not being able to shake all the trauma off and therefore it gets stored within the body. But unlike animals who typically die when they're unable to shake off the trauma, as humans, we actually evolve and adapt. And what happens is it actually evolves into mental or physical health problems. And a perfect example of this obviously is PTSD. So post-traumatic stress disorder, that's what happens when we're unable to release the trauma and it's still stored within our body or our mind. Another example of people who have been a victim of sexual assault or things like that. And what can happen is you may notice that even 
though it's been a long time since that happened and perhaps you're with a partner now that you deeply deeply love that the trauma is still stored within your body because when your partner who you love comes to touch you you may feel deeply uncomfortable and it still triggers that same response within your mind and within your body you may be having physical sensations and wanting to scream and say get off me but then you might feel confused right because you love this person and that's because the trauma is still there and that act of your partner coming towards you even in a loving compassionate way you know wanting to feel connected or whatever it is can still trigger that same trauma response. Another example that I see all the time as a result or consequence of unprocessed trauma is this deep sense of loneliness or disconnection from self. So when we have a lot of trauma that's stored within the body, we often don't feel safe to be in our body, right? So we just live in our mind. And within our mind, you know, we just have a whole lot of thoughts or always thinking. We can have a lot of anxiety and things like that. And we also experience a deep sense of loneliness because we aren't actually connected to ourselves anymore, which makes sense because the, when there's a lot of trauma in the body, it doesn't feel safe to be in the body, it doesn't feel safe to feel those feelings. And so we avoid those feelings and run from ourself essentially by staying trapped within our mind. But you might also notice this in your actions, right? So a, a lot of people love to just travel and sort of escape themselves and say, you know, they're looking for themselves out there or you're consistently trying to keep yourself busy or even a workaholic that's these are also examples of someone who may be dealing with a lot of trauma because when you are sort of trying to run from yourself you don't just get trapped in your mind right you can actually physically do things to stay so busy that you never have to look inwards and you never have to feel the way that your body feels right you never have to feel those sensations that perhaps are unpleasant which are actually triggering you to go off and stay busy and do all these things in the first place and I think for a lot of people, it's lack of education around trauma. And so this is a typical response to avoid, to avoid feeling and to run away from the way that we feel. But we ultimately end up running from ourselves, which leads to this huge feeling of disconnection, loneliness, just feeling dissatisfied and ultimately can lead to feeling quite depressed, right? Because we don't even have a solid relationship with ourselves, And so it really impacts all other areas of our life. And I really want to dissolve the idea that trauma only happens to certain people and is only something as severe as going to war or things like that because I haven't met a single person who doesn't have trauma and like I said trauma is just anything that's beyond your nervous system's ability to self-regulate right so getting cheated on that can be a form of trauma your parents not giving you the kind of love that you wanted or in the way that you wanted that can cause trauma and what I've seen a lot with my clients and even with myself is that a whole lot of trauma is formed in our childhood, right? Because at this stage in our life, we are very, very receptive and our brain is very, very, very like malleable. So we are learning consistently and we are learning, you know, just through what we see, through what we hear and the kind of energy our parents have and embody. And that is often why people who grow up in perhaps an abusive environment because they witness that may end up either replicating the behavior or doing the very opposite and avoiding everything they can to be like their parents but both of these are a trauma response and it can sound like oh well if I'm doing the opposite and I'm not being abusive because my parents were like that right so it sounds like a good thing but then what happens is the parents tend to try and do everything they can to be there for the kids and be the best parents that they can so they actually end up ignoring themselves and ignoring their own needs which leads to more problems down the line. Trauma can have all sorts of effects on our life but common things that I've seen is that trauma leads to us closing down our heart right because our heart is then closed and we feel that it's not safe to connect with others and when we close our heart it's often in response to hurt or pain and we get stuck in this because we believe that by closing our heart we are keeping ourselves safe right and 
we believe that we're getting something out of it. So when we close our heart, our brain is like, well, what's happening? Our body, our nervous system is like, okay, well, now that our heart is closed, you know, you're not going to get hurt again because you can't even experience love. You can't even experience joy. But can you see the problem in that is that the, the hurt is also locked in. The hurt is locked in your body. The hurt is locked in your heart. So you're still sort of feeling that hurt or perhaps you don't even feel that hurt. Everything just feels so, so dull and so, so sad. And that is why we need to actually release that trauma let go of that hurt so you can open your heart again and you can experience that love or that joy and happiness in life. And this is a thing, right? So a lot of us want to be open to love. We want to be open to these good, happy vibes, but we are totally closing ourselves off to hurt. But unfortunately, you can't only be open to the positive whilst being closed off to the potential negative. In order to experience love, you need to, you may experience hurt. That is just what it is in this life. And so you need to be okay with that. If we only have the mindset that I'm only here to experience love and good vibes, well, how can we manifest or attract relationships into our life? Because to say that you're going to be in relationships where you never ever fight or you never ever get hurt, that doesn't seem very reasonable. So we need to be open to all. Something else that happens with trauma is that we attach a part of ourselves to this trauma and we identify with it. So we create a story in our mind about who we are now that we've been through this trauma. And typically people then believe they are broken, that they are not good enough, that they are not lovable, that they are not worthy, that they are not valuable or that no one's going to care for them and things like that. And what happens when we don't feel good enough is all sorts of things, right? We might try and brag. We might try and push ourselves up. We might try and isolate ourselves at home. We might not feel safe. So as you can see, trauma can have all sorts of effects. And I never use blanket statements because it's very, very unique to each particular person. And no two events are going to affect someone in the same way. And it's really, really important that when dealing with trauma, we are deeply compassionate towards ourselves, right? You need to be there for yourself and be your own best friend and help yourself through this time because beating yourself up is only going to make it more difficult. But in saying that, it can be so difficult because when we're dealing with trauma, it can lead to us not liking ourselves in the way that we did before the trauma occurred. So it, it, it can be this very vicious cycle, but having that love and compassion towards yourself can be really, really helpful and to never judge yourself for what coming up or how you feel because how you feel is completely and totally valid and the only reason why it wouldn't be valid for you to feel a certain way is if you're telling yourself that so remembering that is really really important and whilst coping mechanisms are really really good and can be helpful for the meantime but they sort of act like a band-aid right because the trauma is still there and without releasing the trauma you're just putting this little band-aid on saying you know this is going to help you feel good just for a little bit but when the trauma is still there, it's not ultimately getting to the root. And so what I'm all about and what my practice is all about is actually releasing that trauma so you don't have to live the rest of your life scared and on edge and worried that perhaps this might trigger you or that, you know, you might all of a sudden spiral and you might be reliving the trauma and you might have these flashbacks because that's not thriving and I don't really feel that's really ever living and so with my clients I see these huge shifts when they actually release that trauma and releasing trauma is really about emptying your bucket right so this bucket sort of symbolizes our subconscious mind and our nervous system and everything that we've been through in our life right so all that trauma all that stress all the things that triggered you the bucket becomes gets fuller and fuller and fuller and then when it gets to the top and it's all full when you add any other small stress so missing the train, someone raising their voice at you, just these little simple things that normally your body will be able to deal with these stresses, right? You become overloaded and you become deeply triggered or angry and you might notice you have a response that you feel maybe isn't in alignment with how big, this, big or small the stress was, right? 
And this happens because your bucket is totally full. So any other stress that goes into the bucket is just overloading you and your nervous system is already overloaded. So you probably resonate with this. And I know for me, I did. I was the most reactive person ever before because I had so much trauma. I could not, I simply could not deal with any more stress. Even missing the train would lead me to just be so angry and so frustrated. And it was because something about you know missing the train and being late it triggered something within me and it triggered all that trauma that was just sitting there underneath the surface like simmering in a way right but as you begin emptying this bucket you're actually creating space which means that so if the bucket was once completely full and then it's now three quarters or it's half full you have additional space and ability to cope with the stresses of life right? Because you have that empty space. The stress can go in the bucket and you can deal with it. You have that ability now. And this explains how releasing trauma can really, really change your life because you now have this empty space where you can deal with things again and you aren't getting deeply triggered consistently. So it's really about chipping away and emptying that bucket. It's so, so important. Coping mechanisms will just help you deal with what's already in that bucket, which of course that is amazing, right? You would, you want some instant relief, However, what if you actually emptied that bucket so you no longer had to deal with that or cope and manage that because it was actually no longer there? So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. I I covered a bit, but trauma is so, so deep. There's so many layers to it. I will probably release more podcast episodes on this, but I hope you found this interesting, you resonated with this, and be sure to stay connected with me on my Instagram. I will put my Instagram and ways to work with me in the show notes. So thank you so much, everyone, and I will see you on the next episode.